goddamn, this is how I'm going to start this review with the first episode of Flora Bama Shore, season four, Montana Bama Shore. This is reality review with Lady B, so let's get into the show. So we kick off with Kodai explaining how much he misses being with his second family, but since the pandemic happened, everyone has, like everybody else in the world, been stuck at home. Some are doing proactive stuff, some people are just living their lives. However, they all kind of came together and decided to travel to a secluded area in Montana to live in a house under quarantine with their lives being taped. I'm actually surprised that they were able to film this season, but it seems like production was able to get their funding around COVID-19 restrictions, I would assume, right? Anyways, we see where Nelsa is at in her life, and she is happily dating Gus. You know, tall, handsome, head full of hair. Yeah, not the Gus that you guys are thinking of. She's dating a guy who's also named Gus, but not Gus from the show. And they are living together in Atlanta. So we move over to see Gus, who is out in the woods, chopping wood with his brother, Seth. Gus has been living on the road before settling in this area called Perry, next door to his brother. And he has been very productive. He built his own house in the woods. And I gotta give him credit for building his own house. I mean, if he built his own house, I'm not entirely sure. It could just also be production putting him there, but we all don't know, right? But if he did build his house, good for him for being productive under quarantine. It seems that Gus is uh, jealous of his brother finding love because his brother not only found his love at 19, but he's also already married and he's having a kid on the way. And Gus is going on to explain that he always wanted that and he doesn't understand how he got it before him. And it's it's like, Gus, you had the chance, man. You kind of blew it. Nilsa wanted that life. She wanted to be with you and you didn't want to until it was too late, bro. Down in Memphis, we see Candace who is rocking her natural roots. I'm loving the natural afro she got going on. And she has made her own business selling organic hand sanitizer and skincare products. Very smart lady to just pretty much get her own family business going. Her parents are working for her. Her dad is like playing around all the time and her mom, well, she would credit her mom as the worst worker. Um, it's, it's hilarious, but at the same time, I like that she likes to keep it a uh, black owned family business and she's being productive in quarantine. So that's like, I praise Candace for what she's doing. Speaking of her mother, she asked Candace if she has heard anything about Jeremiah because, you know, the mama has the hots for Jeremiah. And it's okay, Mama Bear, because I do too. Jeremiah is very hot. I, to me, he looks like Clark Kent. He's like Superman to me. <laughs> but he's very attractive. Anyways, Candace tells her mom that she hasn't heard anything from Jeremiah, so Jeremiah hasn't been talking to her. Over in Scottsdale, Jeremiah is actually hitting the gym with his brother Josh. He explains at the start of 2020, he started going to do some bodybuilding 
and he got into a competition and he actually won that competition. The sword to prove it. Jeremiah was really looking forward to going off on his trip with his roommates, but then COVID kind of ruined the whole entirety of the plans. So he's very anxious to get out and uh, do something. Over in Westminster, Kodai is visiting his parents. He finally got his own place and he finally moved out of his parents' place, but he moved like down the street. So he's always visiting his mom, Pa. And his parents sit down and ask him like, what's what's going on with Kirk and Gus? And Kodai just kind of tells him that he still talks to Kirk pretty much almost every day. And Kirk is still with his girlfriend and she's the best person for him. So then we head back to Atlanta where we see Kirk who's playing video games and he explains how this was the worst year and he starts to remind us exactly what happened in the year 2020 no matter how much we try to forget it. He reminds us that you know Kobe Bryant died sad uh black people being killed by the police murder hornets Chadwick Boseman so on and so forth this year was the worst. So he gets a FaceTime call from his girlfriend and we finally get to see his girlfriend. Three seasons we haven't seen his girlfriend, at least on air, but uh, he's been with this girl named Ren for three years and she didn't want to be on the show because it's his thing, not her thing. She's pretty much shy. I don't blame her. Maybe she also wants the privacy, right? doesn't want to have her life her life taped so i get that and he respects he respects that let's travel over to per ditto we finally get to see amy and she lives with her boyfriend dylan and is sick and tired of this pandemic she just wants to get out she wants to get her nails done she wants to get her hair did her feet done amy needs her feet done to be nice because she has found a new career and that career is OnlyFans. She sells pictures of her feet, the, her socks that she wears all day, and even the shavings. When you know how they, when she goes to get her feet done and they shave the extra skin cells off of your feet. Yeah, she sells that too. Hell, you can be surprised what people will buy on the internet. Ain't that the truth? So Dylan asked Amy, how is her roomies doing? And she said that she talks to Nilsa every day, but she's, you know, going through a hard time right now. So that's when we go back again to Atlanta and we see Nelsa explaining what she's been going through. So Nelsa tells us that her father had passed away recently. Like, I guess he fell and hit his stomach and by it being covid he was able to go to the hospital, but her and her family were not able to go inside the hospital with him to be by his side. So what happened was the doctors tell Nelsa that he had 10% chance of living. So very grim chances and that kind of sets a tone. Eventually her and her family had to come to the decision whether to, you know, keep trying to support him on a living on life support or not and ultimately they had to take him off it's been very hard for Nelsa because you know she's she has this box of memories and of all the birthday cards he ever gave her and she's looking through it and she's you can tell she's still going through it it must have been very recently because it's been about when the time of filming two months ago that he passed 
So her going through and crying, it, it really broke my heart to see that what she's going through. Anyone that loses a parent, you know, it's sad. Even losing anybody is sad, but it, like I, I even forgot what her dad looked like and then MTV showed pictures of her dad and I'm like, oh yeah, him, he was cool. And then I was like, oh, but it was, it was sad. She's going through something, but she's, you know, she's trying to put, you know, herself back together. Anyways, a uh, week goes by and Kodai and Amy, Candace and Kirk are chatting on Zoom with each other and they talk about how bored they are just sitting in this goddamn house. They need a vacation home. They need to do something. So Candace is like, Florida is locked down. Where else are we going to go? And Amy is like, okay, well, let me go through the letters of the alphabet. And they goes through every kind of letter and then she lands on M. And then she says Montana and Kirk is like, I am so down to go to Montana. And Candace is like, yeah, sure. So they all settled to go to Montana and they're very happy about it. So four days before they leave, Kodai and Kirk arrive at Nelsa's house to check in with her because, you know, Nelsa and Kirk and also I believe, I think Candace is Atlanta too and Kodai is not far from Atlanta but they all live in the same area vicinity and they are checking up on Nelsa they go in they have beers she's the only one that's not drinking they're on a couch and she tells them that she's going to miss her family but she also feels that her dad would want her to be excited for this trip of getting back with together with the gang because you know her daddy loved them because they're a good group so Nelsa asks them if they think Gus and Jeremiah will settle their beef that they got going on and both of them don't seem to be sure about that one. So over in Scottsdale we continue to see Jeremiah talking to his bro about how Gus is crying to everyone saying that Jeremiah and his brother kicked him out which apparently didn't happen. Uh, Jeremiah wants Gus to pretty much man up and grow up. Over in Perry, Gus and his brother are sitting on the porch and his brother Seth is saying how sad that how Gus and Jeremiah ended their friendship the way that they did. And Gus tells his brother that before he got back home to the beach house, Jeremiah and his brother legit took all of his stuff put it in boxes and then literally kicked him out he was angry he was sad he was at least expecting that after that whole argument that he would get a couple days to get his head straight and figure out where he's gonna go before them kicking out on the street so he just feels like he doesn't want to be friends with someone who put them put him in that kind of situation Jeremiah feels that all of his roommates have their mind set up on how he is, so he feels like it would be very tough to go back. He mentions that at the VMAs, the roomies were invited to go. They planned to get an Airbnb, but they told him that they don't have enough room for him to sleep. And Jeremiah is like, I don't mind sleeping on a couch. And then I guess one of them said that they were afraid that he would fight with 
Gus while he was there. So my first instinct is this is some bullshit. If this is the exact true story, I feel like Jeremiah not once has ever started a fight with anybody, really. At least from the past seasons that I, that I can remember currently, I don't think he ever started a fight. Even with the whole Gus situation, Gus started that fight. Gus came at him. Gus antagonized him. Gus attacks him. Gus does all these things to Jeremiah. And the fact that they are siding with Gus is beyond me. I do see their point to like try to defuse the situation maybe it was too soon for them to be around each other after the whole incident that happened between them screaming over stupid stuff really but if that's the case really though i would like to think that the roommates okay well if you have two people that can't be in the same room with each other then don't have either of them there you know why would you pick gus over jeremiah because now you just excluded him because now feels like everybody doesn't care that he was there or not and he feels excluded from the group so some time has passed by and all the roomies are now packing their stuff to go on their trip nelsa takes a pregnancy test because she is late and it turns out that she is pregnant we already knew this just based on the you know instagram and any kind of other social media out there so in the first episode she just says yeah i'm pregnant um two lines on a test she tells her boyfriend gus 2.0 and he is shocked but he is also very happy it was a very loving moment he embraced her he hugged her and he's like oh my god i'm gonna be a dad it was very nice i think that they are good for each other i don't know i just get good vibes from them so now the roomies finally hit the road to the cold parts of montana Nelsa is nervous about how to tell the roomies about her pregnancy and Kirk and Kodai are flying in style. Candace picks up Amy and they are lost. <laughs> like they lost their signal. So now they have to figure out how to get there based on a map that Amy printed. And that's not going well already at the start. So Kirk and Nelsa, Gus and Cody make it to Montana and they are on their way to the cabin. Gus asks nelsa if she will miss gus 2.0 and she will of course miss her boyfriend back at home gus feels that nelsa and the other gus are moving too fast since they met like less than a year ago and already moved in with each other my take is that gus needs to let her live her life she's a grown woman and if that's what she wants to do then let her do it and probably has found her future husband maybe he's the guy that she's been wanting for why are you getting upset and angry for her moving on gus 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 are you trying to say that you're having little feelings for nelsa after what four years of her trying to get with you bro move on so nelsa asks about him and jeremiah and gus doesn't know how it will go down between them because it's been a very long time since they seen each other gus is predicting that jeremiah will be like a apologetic at first because that is how he is but he doesn't feel like it's going to be genuine candace and amy are legit lost and it is hilarious amy keeps on giving her wrong direction and every single time they're driving through it legit looks hilarious because she's like amy come on and it was just funny anyways so kirk kodai gus and nelsa arrive at their cabin 
and it looks very secluded and very big also they have a lake a field and a hot tub so they got almost everything that they need they get to the door and they can't find the key to the house so they're looking around so kirk kodai and nelson are going around the house searching for windows to see if they can open up the back door see if it can open gus is climbing up the fucking walls like spider-man to see if the upstairs is unlocked because they also have a a door that leads to inside there that's locked too so he jumps down and kodai happens to find beer in the cooler so kirk and kodai are sitting down having beer while nelsa screams for the mountaintops hearing her voice in an echo and kodai tells her to kick the window right because she's so good at it remember last time when nelsa kicked the window of the car when she got arrested yeah that shattered (laughs) so jeremiah finally arrives in montana and nelsa and gus are talking about her relationship she feels like she hopefully wants to get married soon and gus is telling her to pump the brakes at least wait three years you've only been with him for a year but nelsa doesn't think that there should be a time limit she just feels like he's the right one gus is thinking that since she is moving back into the house with him and with their history with each other that even though that him and her boyfriend are like cool with each other gus is telling us that there is chemistry still there between them especially like once they start drinking like anytime they both get with each other he always legit breaks her heart and she really falls for gus and he knows what he's doing it's like it's he like he treats nelsa as if she's his plaything. i'm glad she's so over him and to that i'm just gonna say bro she moved on let her go in peace you can't fuck with her mind anymore just let her leave let her be with her man so a few feet away kirk and cody are pretending to be gus and nelsa and they start mocking their conversation and they're putting up a show for us and they're just kind of making fun of like oh what would you think that nelsa and gus are talking about and they're just reenacting what their conversation could be so finally candace and amy made it to the cabin and everyone is happy and greeting each other candace is matching gus wearing her summer wear outfit she has pants on a fur coat but underneath baby there is bikini that is what she's wearing and i'm just happy that she finally has the confidence in her physique but i'm glad that she's finally loving her body and gus for the most part is also dressing like it's summertime and it's fucking cold in montana so i don't know how he is doing it at least candace has a fur coat though could i ask where the key was because they don't have it because they were asking why you guys are not inside and amy's like it's underneath the bear did you not look there so gus looks underneath this like statue bear that is legit in front of the the entrance and he's like oh yeah we didn't look there so they go inside and they start exploring the house amy candace and nelsa immediately take the master bedroom while the boys are looking for their bedroom i don't remember exactly who's sleeping in their bedroom but i do know that jeremiah and gus i don't think are trying to sleep with each other and i think kirk and cody want to sleep with each other or something like that i don't know but they are trying to figure out who's gonna sleep with who on that end anyways they explore the rest of the house other bedrooms bathrooms a walk-in closet and then they get back to the kitchen and they feel like now it's time to party 
So Gus wants to take a shot with everybody. He's busting out this liquor and he's like, yeah, let's all take a shot. And that's when Nelsa is like, hold on, I'm going to skip this. I'm just going to drink my Gatorade. I don't feel like having a shot. Everyone's like looking at her like kind of all weird, but they're just like, okay, whatever. So Nelsa pulls Amy aside into another room and lets her know that she's been having morning sickness and tells her that she's pregnant. And this is when Amy is like, oh my God, Nelsa, don't, are you serious? And Nelsa's like, yeah. She's like, how, how long are you? And she's like about 10 and a half weeks. And Amy just pretty much drinks the rest of her booze. Amy is a little sad because Nelsa was her thought partner and now she can't be her thought partner anymore. But she's happy for her and now she will be an aunt. And Amy cannot wait for when the baby grows up so that way she can teach her nephew or niece about bad words. And one of the bad words she wants to teach the kid was to say fuck, shit, and ass. And Nelsa, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) it's just funny. She'll be a kooky aunt for sure. Nelsa asked Amy on what should she do since she can't drink and she's like you need to tell the boys because they're gonna find that very suspect and she's like okay but we need to figure out how we're gonna tell the boys so over in the kitchen candace is predicting how it will be when jeremiah walks in she's saying that gus will be 15 drinks in already and jeremiah will just simply look at him and gus will just start to go off and start drama well candace will tell him to like chill jeremiah hasn't said anything towards you He's just going to look at you. I'm like, yeah, that's about right. That's about right how it would go down because that's how Gus is. So Nelsa grabs her unused pregnancy test and she tells Amy that she's going to go pee and she wants her to open every package and hand it to her so she can pee on one at a time. So Nelsa goes over to the bathroom and Amy goes and grabs the pregnancy test and they start get to work. Amy is struggling to open these pregnancy test and she keeps on passing them one by one to Nelsa and it also gives her a flashback of Nelsa peeing in a cab right next to her anyways as Kirk is telling Candace and Gus of how awkward it will be when Jeremiah pulls up to the cabin Nelsa and Amy finally joins the group and finally we get to see Jeremiah walking in and Gus is already given that stink eye down the group literally goes quiet until Nelsa greets him first and Kirk is hoping that Jeremiah don't like ruin this energy of the house and Jeremiah greets Kirk, Candace, and Kodai. It's mad awkward in the room. Nelsa leaves because her feet is hurting because she's wearing these high-heeled boots. Kirk wants to ask Jeremiah just one little question. Where the fuck were you? How come we haven't seen you? What's going on? How come we haven't contacted anyone? And he's Jeremiah is just being honest. He's telling him that he's been struggling and Amy is sitting there, you know, being a little snoop snoop, pouring empty bottle of champagne into her glass so she can hear all the tea, right? She wants to be nosy. Jeremiah brings up what's really been bothering him and the housing issue of the VMAs. So he brings that up and he feels like it's been rubbing him the wrong way ever since and that he was the only one to be not allowed in the Airbnb, but Gus was already there. And Gus is already getting in his own feelings about how Jeremiah is explaining how he feels since to Gus, it's always about Jeremiah's feelings. And Gus just keeps on going on in his confessionals about like, man, you kick me out on the street, but I'm just sitting there like, Gus, chill the fuck out. Kirk asked Jeremiah his 
reasoning of why he hasn't been talking to anybody and jeremiah is just explaining how he feels it's nothing about like him coming to you guys and explaining how he feels he was just trying to be calm cool and collected and he, he got asked that question and he was being frank with kirk why you gotta sit there and get very upset over that it's not about you i don't know gus just feels like he wants to talk about why he kicked them out the way he did he said we should talk about that i don't give a damn about your feelings at that point that's what it seems like with gus is saying but that's when amy steps in and she said that if all of the roommates did that to her she'd be cussing all of them out because that was wrong and she apologizes to jeremiah about you know her part of what she did and this is what i mean if amy can sit there and apologize to jeremiah about what happened why can't the rest of the group? It just feels like Gus is invalidating Jeremiah's feelings about being excluded. And he doesn't care because he's like, okay, well, I don't give a damn because you did it to me. But it's like, Gus, they're talking about how Jeremiah feels. But, you know, Amy does the right thing. She understands where he's coming from. So that's good. So then Gus explains why he didn't want Jeremiah there because what they had went through was fresh and he felt like they needed to be separated at all costs and Jeremiah explains then why would the rest of the group exclude me and Gus says that as a group they didn't think it was best to have both of them underneath the same household because something would have happened something would have gone down between them. Gus is tired of explaining himself to Jeremiah because Jeremiah threw him out on the street so Jeremiah is invalid for feeling excluded he feels that they should be talking about why he got thrown out instead so jeremiah explains that you know what that's all water under the bridge i'm here to start anew i just want my roommates to be with me and we can start a new chapter since the year 2020 has been very shit of a year so i'm here coming in with a clear space head mine so nelsa comes out of the room and gathers all the roommates together to thank them all for being there for her when her dad passed because each and every one of them has called her and said are you okay my condolences you know they were all there for her and she feels very appreciative that she has friends like that so she is happy that they all checked on her as soon as they got the news that her dad had passed away this moment was very touching and i'm so glad that she has these kind of friends that she do she tells them that they need to be here and to have fun for her dad because even though that they might have their small little shitty arguments, they need to put that aside because life is way too short. So the whole group is in tears and it's very touching feeling moment. Nelsa also has a surprise for them and pulls out a basket and tells them to close their eyes and to reach in and they all grab pregnancy tests and they all read positive. Everyone is in shock to find out she is pregnant and everyone is happy and hugging Nelsa and it's just a great moment to end on except for shitty Gus is just sits there in shock. He doesn't even look happy for her at all. Gus still says, I don't care what you say. We have four years of history from the good, the bad and the ugly. And I'm just like, Gus, man, move on. She ain't with you and she's pregnant with another man's baby who she might even marry. Like, leave her alone. Honestly, their relationship was a roller coaster and she was always chasing him. He never wanted her. He just wanted her to have sex and Nelsa tried and tried and tried to be with him. So I'm glad she moved on from him and found someone that's probably much better for her. And that has been going on for four years. Gus is going through it and 
all I can say is good. I'm glad that she's putting him through that. She doesn't even know that, but like, I don't know why he's sitting there acting like the way he is. Like they had something special. So that is the end of Floribama Shore season four. And thanks for listening to Reality Review with Lady B.